Hey, weirdos. What's up? It's Jonesy, and this is a special episode of Weird AF News. Uh, No, it's not Florida Friday, although it is Friday. I thought I'd do something else, though. Uh, I wanted to put together a best of Weird AF News for 2018. And so what I've done is put together this special episode of almost two hours of the stories this year that I thought were the weirdest, um, funniest, most out there, most offbeat strangest and you know at the same time entertaining and i just thought you would enjoy that you'll notice some some trends from from the year you know i was kind of going through the all the stories from this year and i did notice some trends like uh, there was a lot of sex with animals (laughs) that's what i noticed that really stood out uh a lot of dumb criminal activity that was mostly drug induced i believe um and a lot of uh well you know a lot of uh emotional support animal stories as well (laughs) as well (laughs) so yeah, it was some good stuff in 2018. I was, uh, I, I had a good time, and uh, doing Weird AF News the entire year was, uh, it was definitely, it was definitely worth my time. And uh, it, it's been a great year. I hope you've had a great year. And so I thought you'd really like this episode. So here we go. Uh, before I play the episode, though, I'm gonna just, uh, just tell you that if uh, please check out my Patreon. Oh yeah, Jonesy, enough with the Patreon. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews, and you can support Weird AF News on there. Uh, also, feel free to call into the show or email uh, the number 646-450-2012. The email's funnyjones at gmail.com. You can hit me on uh, Instagram at funnyjones, Twitter at funnyjones, and Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. So here we go. I hope you enjoyed the best of 2018 Weird AF News. Didn't we almost have it all? Guys, I've covered some strange weddings on here. A woman married herself. Do you remember that? Well, now a woman is marrying the ghost of a 300-year-old pirate. (laughs) Isn't that lovely? How can you marry a ghost? I just can't even... mm. This is from the New Zealand Herald. Meet the woman who's ditched her real-life man for a ghost and legally married her 18th century spiritual lover, a pirate. Amanda Teague says she couldn't connect with anyone in the physical world, so she looked to the afterlife to find her kindred spirit. (laughs) Oh, this is why I'm single. Like any normal couple, Amanda and her husband Jack Teague go on dates, they have arguments, and even have sex, despite the fact that he died 300 years ago. I can't believe this. You're a crazy person if you think you're having sex with someone who's been dead for 300 years and isn't there having arguments with them. What is the deal? I mean, the arguments make sense because you're a married couple, but come on! <laughs> Amanda hired a registrar and journeyed into international waters so that she could legally marry this dead pirate. She used a spiritual medium to allow him to say, I do, during the ceremony. You've been ripped off! What did you pay this medium? This medium is lying. Shoot. Hey, Amanda, I'll marry you to a dead pirate. Just give me, like, $2,000. I'm it's totally down. I can, oh, yeah, sure, I can talk to dead pirates all day. The couple is co-writing a book for other women who are looking to find the one in the spiritual realm. You have to be kidding me! Who's going to buy this book? How is he writing it? Amanda, age 45, says, He is my soulmate. I'm so happy. It's the perfect kind of relationship. The only way this is the perfect relationship for you is if the general population does not like you. (laughs) She says, There are a lot of people out there who don't know about spiritual relationships, but it could be right for them. I want to get the message out there. Yeah, you shouldn't. Guys, do not marry spirits, okay? Try to make it work in the human realm. You can do it. I believe in you. There's plenty of apps now. You don't have to marry a dead pirate, a dead Civil War general. I'm going to put a link to this article because you have to read 
all the crazy stuff she's saying about how she met him and how she spoke to him through a medium and that they used to watch TV together and they drive in the car together. There's a description of their lovemaking. I can't stand this. This is outrageous. <laughs> she says she has never been able to relate to anyone alive the way she connects to Jack. I don't think you've tried hard enough, Amanda. Amanda says in her past life, her husband was a Haitian pirate who lived in the 1700s. He was eventually caught and suffered a traumatic death being executed for being a thief on the high seas. Amanda says that Jack had one serious relationship while he was alive. He was even engaged to be married, but his fiance changed her mind and left him at the altar. Come on, are you kidding me? You believe this? She says he is black, so he's not the same color as Johnny Depp, but he's dark skinned and has very dark jet black hair. So he tells me, Amanda says. You've never even seen the spirit. Two years into our friendship, Jack proposed to me, Amanda said. I told him I wasn't really cool with having casual sex with the spirit. I wanted us to make a proper commitment to each other. No, my goodness. And then they went into international waters to marry because there's no provision in the UK law for posthumous marriages. So the couple took a boat into international waters in the Atlantic off the Irish coast for their ceremony. Marrying a dead person is legal in certain countries such as France, Singapore, and China. So by going into international waters which aren't governed by any particular country, Jack and Amanda's union could be upheld. What is with this marrying dead people is, is legal in France, Singapore, and China? I'm going to have to look into that. Not that I want to marry anybody dead, but I mean... This article, it goes on and on about who was on the boat. I mean, what, what is... <laughs> There's a whole section on the fact that she can't see her husband doesn't hinder their sex lives. I'm sure it does. And you know what? You don't have a sex life if you think you're sleeping with a ghost that isn't there. And Amanda and Jack are co-writing a book about the relationship. That's the one I really can't get over. How are you co-authoring a book with a ghost? You imagine buying this book at the store? Written by Amanda and a dead pirate. The book's going to be called Ain't No Grave Can Hold My Body Back. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Amanda. Your crazy brain is what's holding you from having a real relationship in this physical world. Because you're crazy. Guys, make sure you favorite my station, Weird AF News, by hitting the star in the corner. Please feel free to make a comment. Give me an applause. Share any of my stories if you think your own followers on your station would enjoy them. And also, please, if you feel like calling in, feel free to do so. Uh, I publish a great deal of my call-ins. My fellow weirdos, they usually contribute something to the story themselves with a weird opinion or a take on it. And I love that. Some of you are funnier than me. Happy Friday. This is Jonesy, Weird AF News. I got an update on that drug suspect that the London police were awaiting to poop out the drugs they suspect that he has in him. <laughs> and now he's, he's been 37 days since he's pooped, and now he's breaking records left and right for not pooping, it turns out. This guy really doesn't want to go to prison to the fact that he has managed to shut down his whole intestinal system. <laughs> this guy's a real, he's a very committed criminal, is what I'm saying here. Drug suspect on toilet strike for 37 days could die, the headline says. <laughs> he could die. Oh, I would just poop at this point, guys. A suspected drug dealer who has refused to use the toilet for 37 days is at risk of death, a court has heard. Lamar Chambers, age 24, is believed to have swallowed drugs during a police chase in Harlow, Essex. Chelmsford Magistrate's Court heard he had rejected laxatives and an x-ray, but was eating and drinking. I heard he was like on a hunger strike as well. He was trying to fast, but then a scientist said that even fasting doesn't prevent you from actually having a bowel movement. And I learned that only one third of your actual bowel movement is food. The rest of it is all sorts of weird stuff that's in your intestinal wall. Um, as far as laxatives go, why don't the cops just sneak him one? I mean, you can easily put laxatives in someone's food. You're feeding him, you know, you bring him a burger, whatever, you sprinkle some laxatives in there. I mean, what are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. 
I'd refuse an x-ray, though, if I was him and I was trying to hold back. <laughs> so, anyways, his lawyer's saying he hasn't had any privacy, and that's a thing. They have two officers being kept in the same cell as him, but uh, the judge has said that's to maintain his safety because you never know what he's going to do, and uh, I think they're just there to watch and see if he poops. Imagine that. 25 years on the force, you're waiting for a guy to poop. <laughs> Unbelievable. The court said the situation was unprecedented. The previous record for preventing the evacuation of the bowels was believed to have been 33 days. Oh, my God. <laughs> Prosecutors said he's in charge of his fate. He only has to cooperate with the police. In other words, he only has to poop those drugs out. I can't believe it. Another episode of someone trying to have sex with a car. <laughs> Two days in a row. I, I covered a story yesterday about a woman that was obsessed with uh, having intercourse with cars. Uh, today... I read, police use a stun gun on a man attempting to have sex with a car. They use a stun gun on him to stop, sir, stop fornicating. Stop the fornication, sir. Get your balls off the bumper, sir. (laughs) This is in Newton, Kansas. Authorities say an extremely intoxicated man who was attempting to have sex with the tailpipe of a car in central Kansas was subdued with a stun gun after he refused to stop. Please stop inserting your penis in that tailpipe, sir. This is our last warning. (laughs) Step away from the tailpipe, sir. (laughs) I wonder if they stunned him in the the bare ass. That would have been funny. Wow, fucking a tailpipe. I mean, you got to be warped to want to do that. First of all, that's just not comfortable for for the peni at all. No, putting your penis in that, it's not soft. It could be really hot, too. I mean, if, it, if the car was just driven, you could just burn off your genitalia. <laughs> That's French for package. <laughs> Newton Lieutenant Scott Powell says the 24-year-old... Oh, God, you're 24? This is sad. You got your whole life ahead of you to get laid. He says the 24-year-old was taken to an emergency room Tuesday because of his life-threatening high 0.35 blood alcohol level and possible drug use. Wow, this guy was really drunk. That explains why he... Wait, maybe he thought the car was a, was his girlfriend. I mean, I mean, if he's that drunk, who knows? Powell says the man had a possible head injury. Well, that explains it. And was completely oblivious to everyone standing around and telling him to stop. <laughs> like, I just picture a crowd standing around watching him screw this tailpipe. Stop! You're making a mistake. Just stop! There's kids! There's kids! It's two in the afternoon, sir. Powell says the man is expected to be, rele- to be released from the hospital. Oh... The prosecutor is recommending a misdemeanor charge of lewd and lascivious behavior. Lascivious. Am I saying it right? Lascivious. Is it lascivious or lascivious? And is that what you would consider trying to fuck a tailpipe in broad daylight? (laughs) That's all it is? Is Lascivious? (laughs) To to me, that seems like moronic behavior. That's what that is. Not lascivious. It's moronic. It's quite a a different uh, adjective here. (laughs) That's just me. A woman blew up a microwave at a 7-Eleven trying to heat up a urine sample, the police say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a regular day at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Rich and Connie who sent me this article. This is a weird one, man. Just right up my alley here. Heating up urine, blowing up microwaves, doing it in a 7-Eleven. Why wouldn't you heat it up at your own house? I don't know. I mean, who's heating up urine in public? You gotta, Do you not have your own microwave? Who doesn't? Ha- and why heat up urine? I don't know. This is weird. Let's get to it. Maybe she likes to drink her urine very warm. Not just lukewarm, but extremely warm. You know, like like hot cocoa. Maybe she was putting some marshmallows in that urine. Just yum, yum, yum. 
<laughs> this is in Denver, where everyone is on drugs. A Colorado woman has been cited by police after a container of what appeared to be urine blew up as she was heating it up in a microwave at a 7-Eleven. Police say the incident occurred in the convenience store chain's Aurora location last week when the clerk heard a loud bang and saw 26-year-old Angelique Sanchez take a white plastic bottle out of the microwave. The report says that when confronted by the 7-Eleven clerk, Sanchez wiped a yellow liquid that smelled like urine onto the floor and walked out. Police located her at a nearby clinic where she had planned to take a urinalysis test for a potential employer. The Denver woman was issued a summons for damaged property. She could not be reached for comment. <laughs> That's too bad. I'd really love to hear what she had to say about that. <laughs> could you please tell us wh- why you were um, <laughs> heating up urine? Yeah, you stupid idiot. I smoke weed all day and I'm trying to get a job here. All right. I want to. I, I can't be- pass any urine tests the way that I'm smoking weed here in Denver like everybody else. How do they even have these drug tests in Denver? Everybody's on the weed in Denver, <laughs> which is true. Everybody's on the weed in Denver. But, I mean, like, I got so many questions. Like, where did you get this pee? Whose was it? I mean, did you find drug-free urine in Denver? Who the hell has that? A baby? Maybe it's baby. Maybe it's, like, infant urine. Those are the only... I I even think all the babies are in in Colorado might be stoned as well. I mean, I can't... (laughs) Everybody I know from Colorado is high all the time. So I don't know where you're getting drug-free urine. Maybe she ordered it from Utah or something. (laughs) That's one thing you can get from Utah, some drug-free urine. So then she she goes to apply for a job, and then what, what, I mean, what's going on? Why wouldn't you heat that at your house and then bring it? Why would you go to a 7-Eleven to heat it? I'm just so dumbfounded. Uh, did you, oh man, I'm like, maybe, she, here's, here's what's going on. She's waiting for the second stage of the job interview. She's in the waiting room, and uh, they're like, you know, you've, you've, done the, uh, you've done the written part, you've done the interview, and uh, wait here. We're going to decide whether or not we need to uh, drug test you. And then she's like, oh, damn. Um, well, let me wait. And then they, ma- they make her wait for a long time. And uh, she's like, all right, um, maybe I can uh, buy some urine in an alley uh, from somebody. So she gets on her phone and she, she pulls up the app, uh, buy drug-free urine <laughs> app. <laughs> That's an app. <laughs> Hey, if it isn't an app, it should be, because you might need drug-free urine in a pinch. So then she goes and she meets the drug dealer in the alley, okay, behind the building, and, and uh, he's like, and the drug dealer's like, yo, I'm sorry, Angelique, but all I got is this uh, frozen urine. Um, it's, uh, you know, I keep, it, I keep a bunch of them in the freezer. I had some that were room temperature melted, but I, I, I went through all of them today. You know, it's very popular these days, people buying my urine. So uh, <laughs> this one's frozen. So I'll sell it to you at half price. And Angelique's like, yeah, of course, I want this job. So she pays half price for the frozen urine. Then she's like, oh, I got to get back to that to the job place. Um, I don't have much time. Where can I, I? I don't have time to get home to microwave this. I'll use a 7-Eleven across the street. Oh, shit, there it is. She runs across the street. She pops the, seven, uh, she pops the uh, frozen urine into a small cup and puts it in the microwave <laughs> and tries to <laughs> defrost it. You know, she hits that uh, defrost urine button that all these microwaves have. You guys know the one. <laughs> it's, it's right next to the defrost button. It's like defrost urine. <laughs> and then underneath it says, hope you get the job. <laughs> and then and then while defrosting it, some, something goes haywire. The microwave goes haywire, haywire. Maybe she's defrosting it for too long and she blows up the microwave. Or maybe this urine was so radioactive unbeknownst to her that it blew up the it had like some strange reaction with the microwave it blew it up or maybe microwaves at 7-eleven just totally suck i don't know i never used one 
I don't usually find myself in 7-Eleven like, you know what, I need to microwave something frozen and eat it right here because I'm a maniac. I mean, I've been high, but not that high. <laughs> wow, I love it. Thanks for sending me that story. I'm starting to think that maybe Colorado is going to beat out Florida for, um, you know, the state with the dumbest individuals. <laughs> so a man dies in an explosion after he tries to microwave a microwave. And uh, let's all just take a moment and let's guess what state this guy's from. Do, do, do. <laughs> I know you're singing it in your mind, don't you? Go ahead, sing it with me on three. One, two, three. Florida, because all the morons are in Florida. They microwave microwaves because they got no brains. <laughs> That wasn't bad. That kind of rhymed a little bit. It's different every time, guys. That's how I do it on Weird AF News. The Florida song, just it just keeps on you know, becoming a, a new variation each time. It's just evolving. It's ever evolving. <laughs> well, a Florida man has had one of the most epic deaths we've ever heard or written about. 26-year-old Bill Davis died after attempting to microwave a microwave. He was in a video call with his friends, and since they were bored, they dared him to microwave a smaller microwave, which he did. Now, uh, you know, when your friends dare you to do things, I mean, we always have this, right? This situation with your parents. Well, so-and-so dared me to do this, or so-and-so, I mean, it's like, and all these challenges online, the ghost pepper challenge, the uh, eating a cactus challenge, What's, what's another one? The Tide Pod challenge, which is basically just eating poison. Um, have you seen the cactus eating? People eat cactus. I mean, that's outrageous. Watch that. Google that and watch some videos there. You'll just, you'll slide into a, a, a stupor of, uh, you know, idiotic culture right there. And I, I'd, I'd imagine, um, I, I was going to say a lot of cactus eating happens in Florida, but I don't, I don't think so. I don't think, I think a lot of the Tide Pod eating happens in Florida. Um, Anyways, what was I getting on a rant about? Oh, yeah, just people that just take these dares and run with them. What is wrong with you? I mean, really? Really? Hey, I dare you to eat poison. Okay. Make a video of it. All right. Now, I dare you to microwave a microwave. First of all, you know what happens when you microwave metal, right? I mean, that's just your microwave could explode a fire, obviously. what, What makes a microwave? A microwave is made up of all sorts of different metals, and who the hell knows? Isn't there, like, some sort of radiation generator in there? (laughs) I mean, what the hell? What in your mind would ever tell you that that's okay? Never mind. Look, if if this guy was 12 years old, I'd be like, all right, uh, sort of excusable. 26 years old? This is what you get with a a, a Florida brain. 26 years old. Duh! Microwave a microwave! Why? Why would you do that? You know you're going to blow up your house. I don't know. Uh, What makes you say that? Why would you do that, though? Because my friend said it was a good idea. Friend, my friend uh, dared me, and uh, yeah, so what's up? And I'm not doing anything on a Tuesday, so going to microwave this microwave. <laughs> this is, this is a, a way that we can eliminate just idiocy. Is, uh, this is like uh, some kind of Darwinian shit right here. You know, If we just allow them to do what's in their brain, they will just be eliminated you know, it'll be like an evolutionary thing. Like, oh, this this guy's a dummy. Probably shouldn't be... Well, for one, he shouldn't be uh, spreading his seed anywhere. He shouldn't be parenting anybody. I think we could argue with that. I mean, so let's hope, for, let's hope he doesn't have children. Uh, but yeah, this is a way to eliminate all these idiots. We could just go to Florida and, and just make them all walk into the ocean. Why don't we just do that? Just get... <laughs> 
man. So anyways, one of his friends said uh, on the video call, I really didn't think he was going to do it. But he's one of our craziest friends who would do anything just to make us laugh, including blow him, blow his body up. Uh, yeah, everyone needs a friend like this, right? I mean, this is this is not a friend you need, man. This is the kind of guy that would do this while you guys were sitting at the kitchen table. He, I mean, he does not care. And next thing you know, you're blown up. Um, he had a big and a small microwave at home, said Vanessa, one of his friends. He put one into the other and plugged in the biggest one, and then it started. Okay. He turned it on for four minutes. 420. 400, four minutes, 20 seconds, because that got an extra laugh. Oh, it's nice to know that the last thing he did in his life was do a pot joke. Isn't that great? We all laughed when we were watching the video, but we stopped laughing when we heard the explosion and the video call stopped. After hearing the explosion, they called the police and found that Davis was dead and his chicken was burned. Is this a joke? Is this article a joke? (laughs) His chicken was burned. What did he put a chicken in the smaller microwave and then put that in the big microwave? I mean, Vanessa said he did it to make us laugh. We'll never forget about him as she cried. Please don't try this at home. Yeah, please don't try this at home. Just don't. Just don't do it. No, don't microwave anything that's metal. All right? Now, I know kids are listening to Weird AF News, okay? Because I'm getting... I get messages from kids sometimes. And, you know, first of all, I don't even know if kids should be listening to this. Because I don't know if any impressionable human should be, you know, actively listening on a daily basis to what comes out of my mouth. <laughs> I should give a warning up top. Hey, if you're a kid... Weird AF news might not be for you. But anyways, I'm just saying, look at guys, you know you know you don't put metal in a microwave, okay? I just want everyone to know that. All right, if you're listening in Florida, do not put metal in a microwave. What are other things that Floridians need to know? Okay, well don't go outside in a lightning storm and hold a, a golf club above your head. Don't do that, guys in Florida. You got to tell these people that in Florida cuz they will do that. Uh don't chug a beer when you get pulled over for a DUI right in front of the police, don't do that. That's something you... Ne- now, you would say, Jonesy, why would you tell them that? Oh, because I did an article recently, and that's what they're doing in Florida, apparently. <laughs> oh, and don't dry hump an alligator, okay? Although it looks like a fun, sexy beast, don't dry hump it, if you can help that. All right. Hey, Florida, you should listen to Weird AF News, and uh, I'm going to get your life on track here. <laughs> okay, Jonesy, out. A man that was given a bionic penis went into a five-day coma a week after having sex for the first time. Um, I'm just happy that there's bionic penises out there, you know? It's nice to know that science is finally doing some useful shit. I keep complaining about the science doing stupid things with their money. This is a great place to put the money because, as you know, if you've listened to Weird AF News for a while, angry Wives and girlfriends have been slicing off their lovers' penises out of revenge for certain activities, and so it'd be nice to have a backup. You know, I'm not even saying I'm I'm not even saying like wait till you get your penis cut off and get a bion. I'm saying install a bionic penis right now so you have two as a spare in case she cuts off one of them. <laughs> That's so whacked. I'm just saying though, uh, loving it. Okay, so. Bionic penises, had no idea. I mean, I thought we were, you know, we got the sex robots, now we got bionic penises. I'm super happy. Uh, So a man who was born without a penis spent five days in a coma when he collapsed a week after having sex for the first time since getting the bionic penis. His name is Andrew. He's 45 years old, lives in London. Uh, He underwent a 10-hour operation to have the penis installed, and it cost 50,000 pounds. 
completely worth it. Also, he he says that it's uh, when he when he was asked about his penis, he described it as quote ridiculously big. Obviously, it's ridiculously big. Why would you get a small bionic penis? I mean, hello. You obviously can design it, right? You can pick it off a menu. You would get a big penis. You know what I mean? And, and why not? Why not wow the shit out of people that you're having making love to with your giant RoboCop penis? <laughs> it's unbelievable. By the way, he's got a girlfriend. He had a girlfriend. I want to know. Okay, so a couple of things. By the way, 45 years old before he gets the penis installed. That's kind of crazy. He went 45 years without a, without a dick. I would kill myself. I couldn't go 45 days without my dick. I don't know how he did that. This guy deserves a medal for that. Can you imagine? No penis. Who's dating you? How do you get on dates? What does your Tinder profile say? Look, I'm on Tinder, okay? And uh, people that have changed their body a little bit, like they're getting a penis installed or a vagina installed, you know, the the uh, trans people that are on there, sometimes they'll let you know that they're, they're pre-op or post-op or whatever. So imagine having to say that you're that you have no penis on there. You have to you have to say that. You have to say I got a, I got no penis. You'd have to say that, right? You'd have to disclose that. You'd have to be like, here's your Tinder profile. And you'd be like, I'm a Ken doll. I got nothing, but I'm saving up money. I'm saving up <laughs> for a bionic penis. And when I get it, let me tell you, ladies, it's going to be ridiculously big. So if you're in it for the long term, chill with me. Uh, 10-hour operation for a ridiculously big penis. Fantastic. Okay, so here's the other news. So he didn't go into a coma because of the penis. He went into a coma because of something related to his gallbladder, um, which is completely different. Um, So it wasn't... So I don't want to put out there that the bionic penis is causing people to have post-sex coma, you know, situation. That's not what's going on. The bionic penis is fine. It's doing its job. He had another issue on the side. Um... He's a little late in life to be getting this, you know, it's kind of traumatic to the body. So, you know, uh, he says he's excited for the future with his wife, who's only 28 years old. Unbelievable. He's getting a girl. He doesn't have a penis and she's over. She's 10 years younger than him, almost 20 years younger than him. How the hell? This must be the most charming mofo in the goddamn world. Holy shit. Wow. I can't even get a date and I have a penis that works. Works well. (laughs) He says he's excited for the future with his 28-year-old wife, including having children. I don't know how they're going to do that. They'll have to adopt, obviously, or do something. Oh, maybe they can. Maybe science can pull out some sperm inside him somehow. Maybe the bionic penis uses the sperm. I don't know. Let's get into it. They, it does talk a little bit about it. By the way, you'll be happy to know he had to walk around with an erection for 10 days right after the surgery and had to wait six weeks before having sex. Oh, man, a 10-day boner? That's tough. That's tough stuff. Can't leave the house that way. You can't. You can't leave the house. Right? 10-day erection? Can't leave the house, 10-day erection. No, no, no. Everyone's going to see that. That's uncomfortable. You can't wear pants for 10 days, really. you got to just be in a bathrobe or naked. There's no way. You could probably spend some time... If you did leave your house, you have to go to, like, one of those spas where they give you, like, the bathrobe and you, you chill out in the saunas. Even then, you might scare the children. Uh... Okay, so th- you're wondering, how does it work? How, do, how, does, how does he get an erection? He uses a button in his groin to inflate the organ. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Go, go, gadget, penis. And literally, go, go, gadget, penis. Holy shit. We've been joking about go, go, gadget, penises ever since Inspector Gadget came around. Do you guys remember? I, I mean, are you 14 years old and don't know what that is? Uh, uh, anyone want to tell the kids what Inspector Gadget is? Or transformer, like a transformer penis. This is what this is, really. 
Speaking about losing his virginity, Andrew said, it's fantastic. Yeah, no shit, dude. You've been going 45 years without sex. You have no idea what you're missing. Unbelievable. It's my favorite thing in the world. Next to football. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, eating pizza is probably the best thing in the world. <laughs> Getting high and eating pizza. What's better than that? Uh, it's crazy. He's actually booked a romantic... His, his name is Fedra. He's booked a romantic trip to Amsterdam for his birthday. Uh, and he's been uh, leading up to that. He's been testing out the function every morning and night. And he leaves his erection on for 20 minutes just to... <laughs> this guy wakes up and he's... Re- I mean, imagine the push-button penis. This is a dream come true for you ladies, right? You know, on command, erection on command. Unbelievable. It's good. Everybody wins with this. Go. Th- thank you, science. Let me take a moment to just thank science. Thank you, science, for doing something worthwhile, in my opinion. As an expert. I'm an expert. A jilted fiancé posed as his ex's dead mother's ghost in a bid to win her back through psychic's letters. <laughs> through a psychic's letters? There's so much going on in this title. I'm just like, how does this even... Where do I even begin? So a, a jilted fiancé posed as his ex's dead mother's ghost to try to win her back with a psychic message from beyond the grave. No! Angela, it's your mother! You shouldn't leave Barry. He's the best man for you, even though he spent the, his entire month's salary on rims for his truck. He's still going to be a good provider. Who, who gets an idea like this? Yeah, I gotta get her back. What do you do? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking of doing that say anything thing where you bring a boombox up to her bedroom window and tell her how much I love her. Play play In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. You gotta do something stronger than that. <laughs> you gotta scare her into going back with you by posing as her dead mother's ghost, maybe? Oh, yeah. Great idea. Let's do that. <laughs> I'm back as your mother and I have a psychic message from beyond the grave. <laughs> Don't break up with Benny. So this guy's name is Roy. He's at 51 years old. And I mean, this is, there's no excuse for a 50-year-old man to be doing behaving like this. I mean, if this was a teenager out of desperation, I've done some crazy shit as a teenager to try to get a woman back. The, the, uh, you know, so it's almost forgivable if you do something this dumb. But a uh, 50-year-old man, get it together, bro. Get it together. Okay, you've lived long enough to know that this ain't going to work, dumbass. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyways, here's how it went down. It didn't go down exactly as I, as I said. Um, he sent an anonymous note to his, uh, his, his lady, her name is Kay, begging her to take him back along with a, a, a leaflet from a tarot card shop. He included messages making it clear that it was from the dead mother. Uh, Okay, I don't know how you do that. Uh, And in the letter said that she's made a terrible mistake rejecting him uh, and putting a restraining order on him. (laughs) You've made a bad decision putting a restraining order on... Oh my goodness. This is is incredible. Incredible. Uh, Anyways, he went to jail for this, apparently. And then he escaped jail after being found guilty. Four counts of breaking a restraining order. Goes to jail. Breaks out of jail. This story is outrageous. I don't even know. Let me, get, let me pause this because i got to get this in order. I, I made a mistake of just trying to jump into this one. This has got some details. <laughs> 
Okay, so this last message that he sent her was his fourth uh, obstruction of a, uh, a restraining order. And he was arrested on that, but then subsequently broke out. <laughs> and he's currently, <laughs> what do they say, on the lam, I believe? Uh, but some details about the letter. So he, they included, he included a, like, uh, the letter from the dead mother, but also, like, an official letter from, like, a psychic shop to show that this was, like, authentic. And the police... Was, were able to go to that psychic shop and confirm that he had come in for a tarot reading and they, and they were able to find him through that. Uh, this is crazy. And he's now being ordered, get this, he's, uh, he's being jailed for four months, suspended for two years, is undertaking, in order to undertake a building better relationships course, which is like, I mean, you gotta be kidding me. That's like if a guy blows up a school and then you make him take like a uh, how to <laughs> how to <laughs> like a, a don't play with matches course. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's like this is not gonna help, guys. This isn't gonna help. The guy broke four restraining orders and then pretended to and then wrote a letter from a dead woman, <laughs> like pretended to be her dead mother in a letter. This guy needs like. Major, major psychiatric help. Well, are we living in a in a world where even the administration has no clue how to operate? I mean, it seems that way to me. Like they just don't know what's going on. Anybody with a regular brain can see this guy needs way more help than just a building a better relationships course. I mean, what are you doing? I I, I mean, I just can't even. Like, what is this? Hey, hey, we just think he needs to watch a few YouTube videos on how to better treat your um, your <laughs> your girlfriend. Yeah, you no, 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 no. This guy needs. This guy needs to be put away for a while. <laughs> he needs, he's got a mental disorder, obviously. And, you know, it, it, who knows where it would have went if he didn't get caught for this. I mean, the next step is like, you know, he's, it's violence after that. I mean, the lengths that someone would go, so like this, all right, I've, I've gotten away from being funny, so let me just stop. <laughs> I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna say anything more about this. This is a serious issue. You got re restraining orders sometimes aren't even enough for these nut jobs is all I'm going to say, okay? And definitely a, a, a little bit of a relationship course, that isn't enough either, <laughs> okay? Okay, Jonesy, I'm out. Healthline says that using the medical term vagina is not gender-inclusive language and suggests that you use a front hole instead. Yeah, your front hole. Well, that's a problem because we have a, a few front holes and I'm not a woman and I still have a couple of front holes. Yeah, I got two holes here, a couple holes here, a hole here. So I think front hole is not specific enough, but then again, I'm not a scientist or biologist. Uh, so let's get into the article and see, and see why this is happening. To me, this sounds like some more bullshit. <laughs> Healthline has claimed health disparities and higher rates of HIV and STIs observed in LGBTQIA communities are due to discrimination in the sex ed world. So, the California-based health information provider has adopted the gender-inclusive term, quote, front hole, in place of the medical term vagina in their latest safe sex guide. For the purpose of this guide, this is their quote, for the purpose of this guide, we'll refer to the vagina as the front hole instead of solely using the term vagina, the document explains. This is gender-inclusive language that's, that's considerate of the fact that some trans people don't identify with the labels the medical community attaches to their genitals. For example, 
Some trans and non-binary identified people assigned female at birth may enjoy being the receptors of penetrative sex, but experience gender dys- dysphoria when that part of their body is referred to using a word that society and professional communities often associate with femaleness. An alternative that's becoming increasingly popular in trans and queer communities is front hole. Okay, I see what's going on here. I think, I think. Uh, I, I, I'm really dumb, but I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Uh... They have what they're saying is there are some people that have a, a female part, uh, but they don't identify it as a female, don't want to, and so they don't want you to call it a female part because vagina is a female part. Uh, but here's the thing: it's a, it's still a vagina, whether you want it to be called a vagina or not. It's still a vagina, I think. Uh, look, if I <laughs> if I if I have a mole on my face, uh, and the medical community refers to it as a mole. Um, but I want you to refer to it as my imaginary friend Leo that I have a conversation with <laughs> sometimes. Uh, I I can't expect everyone to be on board with that. Now, I know that's a gross exaggeration of the situation. And in a way, it probably sounds like I'm mocking a whole uh, subgroup in our culture. But I'm really not. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to use some example to show, I'm using an exaggeration to show you a, a kind of um, ridiculousness in urging all of us to change some language based on how someone feels about something that has an objective reality. Does that make sense to you? In other words, the vagina has an objective reality on you. It is a vagina, whether you want it to be called that or not. Your subjective interpretation of the vagina, that's your subjective interpretation. And I don't know if we should all change our language for you. Um, If the medical community uh, has chosen a certain term for an organ or a, a body part, uh, and that's that's useful in medical terminology, and it's useful. They, there's a whole industry built around medical terminology, and it's used in operating rooms and et cetera, et cetera. And uh, that's the term. Should it be changed because uh, a subgroup feels like they don't want it to be called that, even though it's on them? I don't know. I'm asking the question. In my opinion, no. That's that's just my opinion, and I'm entitled to that. But, you, you know, you guys may feel differently. Let's read a, bit, a little bit more about it. Look, at, I'm, all, I'm all for uh, the acceptance of uh, non-binary people. You know, uh, it, it's, it's a thing that's occurring, and I want to be supportive. But when you get down to the brass tacks of, uh, you know, biology, why should I have to change my language biologically? That's, I guess that's the, the question that I'm asking. Especially when it's, you know, we're talking about medical terms here. Okay, my my penis is a, it's called a penis, whether I want to identify as a woman or a man. I still have a penis. I may say, hey, I don't want you to call it that. But like, does everybody need to bend to that for me? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, and I think it's just creating some confusion in the, you know. And by the way, changing language isn't always the, the best. It isn't always the solution. Okay, I know it, it feels good temporarily, but there's other things that we can do to make this group feel better, other than change some change some, some language. We need to change our minds, okay, about all of this, you know. And it's things like, you know, well, you know, we'll get into it. Let's go into the article again, and I would love for people to call in and weigh in on this because it's a very serious issue and something that's really going on in the culture right now, and it's something that we should all be speaking about and all weigh in on. And my, you may not agree with my opinion. Um, but I would love to hear from you as well. Uh, okay, so the, there's a document here. 
uh, it went on to claim that lack of representation and anti-LGBTQIA bias in standard safe sex guides stigmatizes certain sexual behaviors and identities and is directly related to higher rates of HIV and STIs reported. Uh, well, I don't think, see, I don't think that this is another thing that's happening with this particular article is they're claiming that because of certain language in a safe sex guide, everyone, you know, everyone, the people in the community are getting AIDS. It's because you didn't have it in there. It's like, come on now. All right. You know that having sex in your holes, you know, can, (laughs) exposes you to risks. (laughs) Having sex in your vagina, having sex anywhere, you giving blowjobs, you know, anything, oral sex, you name it. You're always at risk. Okay. You don't need to, we don't need to just blame certain language in the safe sex guide. All right. What we should be doing is teaching that all types of sexual activity is uh, can expose you to risks, okay? That's what should be going on. Not, what do you, you got, you, listen, you didn't say what hole could, I could get an STD in. It's, it's like, hello, all holes. I think we're pretty on board with that, all right? We all know that, that, you know, th- the moment you take off your clothes and climb into bed with somebody, whether your holes are penetrating or not, you're, you're at risk, all right? That's just, the, that just goes without saying, okay? Uh, the end of this article says, sorry, ladies, the term vagina is quickly becoming a bigoted word. Oh, man. So it's like if I tell someone they have a vagina, I'm going to get in trouble now. As is often the case with transgender ideology, its greatest impact is on women and girls. Men and women are inherently different and women will pay an especially high price if we continue to pretend otherwise. I don't know what that means, but uh, it saddens me that I can't use the word. Like we're moving into a place now where using the word vagina is like, excuse me, this isn't a vagina. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you want me to call it? I, I want you... Hmm, what can we call it? You shall refer to it as heaven. Yes, it's my heaven. <laughs> Actually, I would, I would call vaginas heaven because uh, to me, they're, they're most definitely heaven. And I worship vaginas for sure, for sure. I'm going to continue to call it a vagina, by the way, or um, uh, love spot. How about that? How about we just call things love spots? I don't like frontal holes, by the way. Front holes, it's very... I don't know... It's just very, it needs to be dressed up a little bit. If you're going to change it from vagina, change it to something pleasant. <laughs> like, 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 how about my feel-good area? That would be good. Like, let's talk like children. How about that? Do you want to put it in my feel-good area? Okay. Hey, call Weird AF News because I know you guys have an opinion on this. 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. I want to hear from some LGBTQIA people as well because I'm, I'm sure you guys don't agree with me in this segment and what I, how I've expressed myself. And um, uh, please don't blog about me and, and make me lose my career, which I don't really have, which is really non-existent. <laughs> uh, but just call in and give me your side of the story. Please, please, want to hear from you. An Egyptian zoo has been accused of painting a donkey to look like a zebra. (laughs) This is great. I want to give a shout out to my friend Ben who sent me this article. And my mind went crazy with ideas afterward, but let's get into it. So a zoo in Egypt has denied painting black stripes on the donkey to make it look like a zebra after a photo of this animal appeared online and you can see that it's clearly a donkey the, the photo is clear as day you got to you got to take a look at this it's just someone painted stripes on a donkey what a genius huh i mean come on a student put the images on facebook after visiting cairo's international garden municipal park which apparently has animals that aren't what they say they are <laughs> He also took a picture of a Tyrannosaurus Rex that he believes is an aardvark. 
Just kidding. I made that shit up. Aside from its small size and pointy ears, there were also black smudges on the poor donkey's face in an attempt to make it look sadly like a zebra. The pictures went viral quickly. Experts weighed in on the species of the animal. A veterinarian contacted by local news groups said that a zebra's snout is black and its stripes are more consistent and parallel. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the news source reported that the, this particular zoo contained two donkeys that had been painted to look like zebras. <laughs> well, you know, there's a, maybe there's a zebra shortage, okay? Uh, you know, I don't know. Are they an endangered species? I mean, I feel like all animals like that are from the sub-Sahara are like endangered species because like we're just, humans are just, <laughs> just humans are ruining the whole planet. <laughs> Everything is in danger that isn't a human. Uh, so I feel like maybe it's hard to get zebras. I don't know. I don't want to judge the, the zookeeper and, and say, hey, or the owner rather, and, and say, you know, this was wrong, you know? Maybe the kids, he thought like the kids would enjoy this. The kids won't know. They'll what does it matter if they see a donkey that looks like a zebra, but they think they saw a zebra? They're going to go home and tell people, oh, I saw a zebra. You know, when do you have the opportunity to see a zebra? They're probably, uh, there's probably only like eight of them left on the planet anyways. <laughs> so, so, so what? <laughs> oh man, I, got, I love stories like this. And you know, I wanted to make this one a little more interactive. I wanted to call the Cairo Zoo, but um, I'm... Apparently, it costs a lot of money to call Egypt from Los Angeles, so uh, I don't have any money in my Skype to do that, so it was like I was denied the call. So then I decided, you know what, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to call a, a zoo in California, and I'm going to ask them if they'd be interested in some of <laughs> some of these animals. <laughs> so here's the phone call prank. I think you're going to love it. It's so funny. Santa Barbara Zoo, how can I help you? Yes, hi, how are you? My name is Ramin. I'm calling long distance from Egypt. Hi. Hello. Yes, so I, I own a zoo in, in Cairo, and I was in a little bit of trouble lately, and I have some animals that I need to move, and I thought I would contact some of the zoos all over the world to see if there's some interest. Uh, let me tell you what I have. I have, a, I have a donkey, but I painted him up to look like a zebra. Um, got me in a little bit of trouble, but looks like from far away, look like perfect zebra up close. Say eh, maybe, maybe, but you know, we make sure it stays way back in the background so none of the tourists can see. Um, I also have a Dalmatian. I put a hump on his back. You know, I built it out of cardboard. Look like a camel. Uh, very effective. Also, I have a toad. Put some wings on on him on the toad, and uh, I call it mystery animal. People go crazy for this. Um, Want to know if you're interested in um, some of these animals for your own zoo? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, I give good prices. People enjoy this. Hello? Yes. Yes, I give you a very good price. Very good price. No one has these things. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I got in trouble myself for the, for the donkey zebra situation, which is why I'm making this, these calls today, but um, uh, a little bit of risk involved. But like I said, you keep them in the background. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You cannot let them get close. Social media, the people, if they get too close, they take the photo, it goes out, they Twitter, and the next thing you know, boom, I get the big fine, by the way. But, you know, I, whatever. I'm not going to let it hold me back from my dream of, you know, I'm going to get rid of the zoo and then maybe open a cupcake place. But 
for, I need to get rid of these animals, but I spent a lot of time creating these things, especially the Dalmatian look like camel. I mean, so much work going into the hump. I used paper mache, uh, clay, various arts and crafts, looking really good like camel. That's okay. Nothing. No interest at all. No. You think only real animals is what people want. I'm telling you, they love yeah, the toad typically. with the wings. They love the toad with wings. Mystery animal. They go crazy for this. Hmm. Don't, yeah, I, don't, I just don't think we have room for it. I could make something specific for you. Uh, no, that's okay. No, but I get great ideas. I smoke a lot of weed. I, look it, I, I go on, online. I watch Animal Planet, and I get major ideas, major ideas, almost like creator God from back in the day. You know, he make the world in seven days, they say. He make these animals, weird animals like platypus. I come up with even better weird animals than platypus, I'll tell you. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I think it's a no for me, but uh, thank you. Okay. Apparently, thousands of people want to drink some putrid mummy juice that they found in an ancient Egyptian sarcophagus. I don't know why people want to drink mummy juice. I mean, is this just a new sort of like organic, holistic juice cleanse that <laughs> I don't know about. There's so many of them now. <laughs> They're so they get weirder and weirder. Uh, it's like, hey, what are you what are you doing? Oh, uh, I'm on a juice cleanse. Uh, I'm actually on a uh, well. I only I only drink the juice of um, small mice. Yeah, I squeeze the mice in a vice. <laughs> it's I call it my mice vice, and <laughs> I drink the juice of these mice. Um, I've dropped 18 pounds since I've been on the uh, mouse juice cleanse. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, so mummy juice, what the hell is that? Maybe, maybe I don't know. I'm not going to judge right now because I haven't gotten into the article, but I'm going to say, hey, maybe there's superpowers that you can get from mummy juice. What do I know about mummy juice? I don't even know it existed, really. Maybe you get, you drink mummy juice and you get the power of immortality. I mean, I don't want that power, but some people do. And uh, to be honest with you, I don't want to drink mummy juice anyways. So <laughs> it's, not, it's not a thing I do, guys, is drink mummy juice. Just FYI, that's something you should know about me. This is something I, have, I say on a first date. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Jonesy. Well, um, I host a show called Weird AF News, and uh, I do not drink putrid mummy juice, just letting you know. <laughs> oh, my God. That's really weird because my last date drank it all the time. Hmm. <laughs> About three weeks ago, archaeologists unearthed a 2,000-year-old black granite sarcophagus from a construction site in Alexandria, Egypt. Alexandria at one time was the, the epicenter of ancient Egyptian knowledge and lore. That doesn't say it in the article. I'm just letting you know that because I study that shit. <laughs> so anyways, Egypt's Ministry of Antiquities created a committee to open the sarcophagus. That's what they do. They can't just open it. They have to create a committee. Hey guys, let's have a meeting. We've created this committee to uh, decide whether or not we should open this sarcophagus. All in favor say aye. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, aye's rule. I guess we're going to open it. Did we need this committee? Probably not. <laughs> Anyways, they opened it up. The sarcophagus contained three skeletons and puddles of red-brown sewerage, su- sewage water. Is it sewage or sewerage? How do you say it? Call into Weird AF News and straighten my ass out. 
Okay, so the water gave off an unbearable stench when they opened it, as you'd imagine mummy water would. Um, 2,000-year-old skeletal pee. <laughs> this, the smell was so vile that it briefly stopped the archaeologists' work as they recovered from nausea. Oh, yeah, but let's all drink it, smart people. You know, the people that want to drink it, they haven't been next to it. That's obviously what's going on here. As of this morning, more than 17,000 people have signed a petition, change.org petition, calling on the Egyptian authorities to allow people to drink this red liquid from the cursed dark sarcophagus. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> Sounds great. A, cert- a, a, a signed petition to let us drink it. What, this is not how reality works, by the way. We don't all sign a petition and then get to do what we want, okay? Uh, but some people think that. It's just so easy to sign a petition online now that they're just, they become meaningless. The, peti- the petition was started by a guy in England uh, named Ines McKendrick, who's a video game producer and obviously a, a freaking weirdo. He's been posting updates to the thousands of other people who support him in his quest to consume the mummy sludge. Oh, is this his, his quest to consume the mummy sludge, not the rest of the people? Hmm. His petition is rapidly gaining momentum from 100 signatures just three days ago to more than 17,000 today. So if you're, you're inclined, just head over. <laughs> There's a link in the YouTube description. <laughs> Come on. The Egyptian government legally has to let us drink this mummy piss, Right? They have an obligation to the rest of us. We don't care about the history, who these people are. The, screw the mummies what, and they, what their historical significance. We just want to drink that goddamn water. <laughs> How dare you ignore it? Ignore us. It's in the Bill of Rights. It says I have the right to happiness, the pursuit of it. And if the pursuit of happiness doesn't mean the right to drink red liquid from a dark sarcophagus, then what the hell is that happiness? So I went over to the, by the way, I went over to the petition to see what it says. I thought it would be like this, I don't know, like sophisticated description of what happened in Egypt, the history behind this sarcophagus and the names of the archaeologists who unearthed it and, you know, giving them props. But no, that's not the case at all. It just says, it's called, let people drink the red liquid from the dark sarcophagus. That's the name of it, (laughs) the petition. And then underneath the guy wrote, we... Not even in cap. He didn't even capitalize. We. He just. I mean, this. This was the most half-hearted, just <laughs> stupid petition. No one gives a shit. He wrote, "We need to drink the red liquid from the cursed dark sarcophagus, in the form of some sort of carbonated energy drink, so we can assume its powers and finally die." No period either. <laughs> it's not even a complete sentence. What is this guy saying? We want to drink it as a carbonated energy drink. How do you turn mummy putrid drink uh, liquid into a carbonated energy drink? What the hell? From Monster. Monster Energy. New flavor. Mummy juice. (laughs) And then assume its powers and finally die. Well, at least he's, you know, rational enough to realize if you did drink this juice, you would die. I mean, that goes without saying. But there are idiots that wrote that signed it, and then it write, Then you can, you can uh, see reasons for signing. Someone wrote, I just want, W-A-N, to try the juice. <laughs> I want to try the juice. <laughs> Someone else wrote just, thirsty. <laughs> Me thirsty. Wow, am I surrounded by buffoons. Oh, man, jumping out of moving cars, wanting to drink mummy juice. What is wrong with the world? Oh, this is just... I mean, thank God, because we wouldn't have a show, guys. We just wouldn't have a show. I don't even have to, like, make funny commentary on this crap. 
it just it just the jokes write themselves it's just such stupid the aliens should come down and blast us all away into disintegrated dust and you know what are we going to argue about how would we argue be, oh no we we act like idiots obviously we deserve that we have great technology we use it to we use it for cat videos not to save the earth <laughs> so stupid we have this great thing called the internet that can uh break down boundaries and bring us all together to fight um you know collective grievances and instead we use it to create petitions called let the people drink the red dumb juice from the dumb stupid old 2000 sarcophagus egypt style <laughs> a woman has been arrested for trying out dozens of sex toys in the middle of a walmart mm. <laughs> shout out to lynn burns for sending me this article this is fantastic I'm very embarrassed to say this occurred in California. You know, Union City. A woman was arrested this morning after stripping almost naked in a Walmart store to test various sex toys in front of dozens of shocked customers. I didn't know Walmart sold sex toys. Uh, had no clue. Apparently they sell sex toys now. All right. I'm a, I, whatever. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with getting, you know, whatever. Sex toys are, you know, they're not always cheap, so why not get them at Walmart? <laughs> Here's what you here's what you can't do. Try them out though in the store. Why aren't they locked up behind glass? That makes that doesn't make any sense. The KY jelly is locked up behind glass. Like lube is is behind glass at Walmart. So stupid. So why aren't the sex toys behind there as well? I'm assuming they're behind glass, which means the employee opened it up for them and then she started then the woman started trying out the sex toys right in front of the employee in addition to in front of the customers as well. You know you can't even try on a bathing suit, really. I mean, you can, right? No, okay, you can try on bathing suit. You can't try on underwear at Walmart, right? Can't try on underwear. What makes you think you can try on? You can try a sex toy at Walmart? You think you're gonna get away with that? What in your mind thinks you can do that? You could put a sex toy inside you or touch your genitals with a sex toy, and then if you don't like it, back in the box, back on the shelf. Are you insane, person? I mean, maybe she was putting on a show trying to raise some money or something. I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine pushing your cart with your kids down to Walmart and there's a woman with a vibrator in the middle of the, sitting on the floor? (laughs) Being like, I don't know if I want to buy this one. I like it. 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 But I don't know if I like it better than the other one. Better than the other one. Let me try the other one again. And, you know, I don't even know. These things don't usually come with batteries. So she's opening up batteries too and sticking them in there. I bought sex toys, right? I don't remember them coming with batteries. Maybe they did. I'm trying to think. You ever buy a sex toy in the middle of a sex shop and they the cashier like puts the batteries in right there just to make sure it works and like holds it up to show everybody the like holds it up the dildo up to see if oh yeah but it works and then announces why don't you just show why don't you tell everybody what I'm buying asshole <laughs> can't you see I'm already in, I'm, you know I'm trying to keep it on the download being in here. That was when I was younger, though. Now I'm completely comf- comfortable in a sex shop. Uh, the Union City... Uh, I, I mean, I've just done three minutes, and I don't even know the details of this article. I'm so sorry. I went on a sex toy rant. The Union City Police Department, this is in California, received a call from the department store manager at, at 9.45 in the morning reporting that a customer was behaving indecently. Well, that's a nice way to put it. And by the way, a little early for the sex toy shopping, right? A little early. A little early to be... Uh, Putting, putting toys inside you in the middle of a Walmart. Upon arriving on the site, the officers found, wow, they, they had time to call and they showed up and they, she was still doing it. 
Upon arriving, the officers found 27-year-old Laura Martinez lying almost naked on the floor, masturbating with a vibrator. She's even naked, too? I mean, you gotta take off all your clothes, too? I mean, you can't do it over the jeans and get an idea of how well it vibrates? You can put it on your arm and see these things. I'm try- I don't know why I'm trying to take this seriously. I mean, this is a crazy person. According to Darlene Anderson, an employee who witnessed the incident, Miss Martinez used at least two dozen toys before she was arrested. Two dozen! If you can't figure out what vibrator you like two dozen, you got, a, you got an issue there as well. I mean, come on. It's not that serious, okay? Life's short. You don't have to try every, like, find a vibrator that works. You don't need to go through two dozen of them. I mean, what, how, particular you, how particular are you about your vibrator? Ridiculous. Miss Anderson says she's going to be haunted by the images and the sounds to which she was exposed to today. Oh, you're going to be haunted? Are you trying to sue, are you trying to sue Walmart? Now, de- I definitely am pro-suing Walmart, but I don't think you've got a case, honey. Have you never seen a porn? I mean, Miss <laughs> Martinez now faces a total of, uh, this is the woman that masturbated in Walmart. She faces a total of seven criminal charges. I love how they come up with these criminal charges. That, like, now imagine the criminal charges involved in uh, using a vibrator in the middle of a store. But watch what they're going to add. Crazy. Okay, including felony indecent exposure. Okay, that makes sense. Causing a public nuisance, <laughs> that's funny, and disorderly conduct. Yeah, all right, that sounds right. I love the causing a public nuisance. Also, also causing a pubic nuisance. Hey, all right. I mean, if people were enjoying the show, that's not a nuisance, right? <laughs> Her lawyer says these charges are excessive and unjustified. According to him, the young woman did not intend to attract attention to her genitals, but was just testing the merchandise with the clear intention of buying some of the products. Are you an insane person, Mr. Lawyer, Mrs. Lawyer? You don't intend to attract attention in the middle of a public place masturbating with a toy. And in what world are you allowed to test sex toys before you buy them? Sir or ma'am, lawyer, idiot, lawyer, idiot. (laughs) No, you can't even try on the underwear, you idiot. (laughs) Seriously, where are they getting these dumbass lawyers? My God, a lawyer is, oh, if you're a lawyer, just just walk off a bridge right now. You're pathetic. (laughs) I'm sorry. A lawyer will say anything defying reality, amoral shit. How do you live with yourself at night, this lawyer? How do you sleep? It's unbelievable, these people. I'm sorry if you're a lawyer. I apologize. You should Not all of you need to walk off a bridge, but like half of you should, should walk off a bridge. Or, you know, at least get, get honest work. Would you, Jesus, do something with your life? Stop defending people who are clearly pathological, social, just disasters. Please, pretending like they're... They, they, that you have a leg to stand on in half of these cases. You've got to be out of your mind. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm out of my mind. It's beginning to look a lot like Weird AF News is taking over the world. My friend Ben reached out to me and asked me, Hey, Jonesy, do you think that the world is just getting weirder? Or is it just because we listen to Weird AF News that uh, we're being... You're pointing out the weirdness to us, but the world isn't... It's as weird as it's ever been. You're just pointing it out to us, so it seems like it's weirder than it's ever been. And I asked that question to you, weirdos. What do you think? Is the world getting weirder, 
or are we just more focused on the weirdness now that we're all involved in weird AF, the Weird AF News Project? <laughs> Call me. I want to know. A naked, dabbing, peeping Tom in a wig is terrorizing a small New Jersey town. And they're not going to have it anymore. A naked, dabbing, <laughs> a naked, dabbing, peeping Tom is on the run. So funny. Naked, dabbing, peeping Tom in a wig is on, a, on the run in a small Jersey town and authorities are seeking the public's help before he strikes again. <laughs> like it's the Black Plague. Uh, two incidents took place in Hillsborough Township on September 14th and November 1st. Ooh. The naked, dabbing, peeping Tom is striking weeks apart. And prosecutors said that two other incidents in July and September were related as well. This guy's been doing this shit for months, apparently. This guy needs to get himself a life. In the most recent episode, a homeowner looked out her back door around 7 p.m. on November 1st. She saw a naked man peeping into the house. He had on only a black wig, black shoes with white stripes, and a bandana over his face. He was captured on surveillance video appearing to, quote, dab, a popular dance move in which the head is dipped into the crook of a bent arm. Well, way to describe the dab. That's, like, perfect. It's a dance move in which the head is dipped into the crook of a bent arm. Good writing. Kyle Kaufman, a teenager who lives in the area, said he had he had to do a double take when he spotted the naked man running around dabbing. <laughs> what a strange thing to do. We were like, did you see that? He said, quote, we didn't know what to think. It looked like he was on drugs. He was running through backyards with a wig, naked, dabbing. Yeah. I think you can assume... That this guy's on drugs, yeah, for sure. I don't know what else would make you do that. Anybody else? Anybody else know of any sort of music that would make you do this? Or a, a, a meal, maybe, that would make you do this? What if, you, I mean, I don't know what else would influence you to do this. A dare that would influence me to do it. I lost, I lost a bet. Then I would do that. That's a weird thing to bet. Okay, so if you lose, what do I got to do if I lose? Do I have to, like... Drink a whole gallon of milk in one sitting or uh, take a ghost pepper. No, no, no. If you lose, you have to strip down to your naked self, put on this wig, <laughs> run around the neighbor's yard <laughs> and, and dab and dab and sing Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody at the same time. Can you do that? <laughs> I mean, this would be a strange bet. I could see this happening, though. I would watch a television show that was like this, like strange bets. If you lose them, you have to do them. Stuff like this, too. The weirder, the better. Be like, what do you, what do, you do? Okay, so you got to go, you got to take, you got to make Kool-Aid, okay? Take a, take a total gallon of Kool-Aid and then pour it over the crossing guard's head while beatboxing. You're like, what? That's so weird. I know, it's the weird you've lost a bet. Or you've lost a bet show. Yeah, or lost a dare show. Lost a bet show. Sorry, I can't talk. I'm, I'm completely out of my mind. Anyways, this person... Should I even get back into the story? <laughs> Jonesy, what happened to the story? Well, you'll be happy to know that uh, Hillsborough resident Christina Rabb uh, was quoted as saying, It's very concerning. I don't want my kids to see that, and I don't know what he's here for. <laughs> what a helpful quote. What, you don't want your kids to see a crazy person naked dabbing in your yard? I think that's pretty cool. This could be an opportunity for you to educate your kids on the value of therapy. 
<laughs> or you could say, hey kids, <laughs> this is why you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't live in Florida because everyone in Florida acts like that. <laughs> Sorry. Had to use the incident. Had to use this moment to make fun of Florida. Of course. It's unclear if the man that was dabbing naked in the woods was looking into windows and running off. We're not quite sure. Therefore, we're not quite sure we could label him as a dabbing naked peeping Tom. Dabbing naked wig wearing crazy dude is what we're really going to settle on at this point. Uh, one of the residents yelled at this person and said, What are you doing? <laughs> and, and he kind of froze, and he turned around, the naked dabber with the wig. And then he ran away, obviously. <laughs> I love the person said, obviously. He ran away, obviously. He stayed completely silent before he ran away, and not a word came out of his mouth. Uh, so funny how they treat these stories like it's in investigative journalism. We, uh, we took fin fingerprints on the nearby windowsill that the naked dabber with the wig was holding on to while he was dabbing. Detectives are on the case. Mm. This must be like a town where just nothing is happening. That's what's going on there. This would be totally normal in, at Venice Beach. No one would even report it to authorities. This would be completely normal. Have you been to Venice Beach? <laughs> Yes, Jonesy, we've been to Venice Beach. But if you're coming back to Venice Beach, please reach out to me and I will meet you there. And we will, um, we will smoke funny cigarettes. How about that? Does that sound like a good time to you? Smoking funny cigarettes on the beach with Jonesy. And you can tell me your weirdest story. That's, uh, that's what you won. All right. Call Weird AF News. Call me. Tell me you care. 646-450-2012. Naked dabbed peeping Tom in a wig. Naked dabbed peeping Tom in a wig in your yard. <laughs> Sorry, my friend Kevin said I should do that. It's Florida, Florida Fridays. You're spending your Friday with me. And it's Florida. Florida Fridays, the Floridians are so weird. <laughs> I just made that up, by the way. That's pretty good. I think I'm going to keep that one. It's uh, Florida Fridays, y'all, and I'm sorry I'm posting this late, but I'm traveling all day, um, and so I wasn't able to do it. Uh, I'm now up in, I'm in New Hampshire. Uh, I was in Boston last night and then hit New Hampshire right now, and it's, uh, it's raining. It's chilly. The leaves are turning, and I'm drinking a pumpkin wheat beer, which I feel is is proper for the moment. <laughs> mm. I got some great stories for Florida. You're going to love it. The first one is, a Florida man wearing Crocs gets bitten after jumping into a crocodile exhibit at an alligator farm. <laughs> the guy got bit by a croc while wearing Crocs. I mean, you've got to be out of your mind, right? So employees at the St. Augustine Alligator Farm Zoological Park were left baffled when they came across a floating croc shoe and some discarded clothing in the facility's crocodile pit this week. Desperate for answers, the staff members took a look at the park security footage and discovered that a man had broken into the crocodile farm and jumped off a roof into the crocodile exhibit, which is home to three 12-foot Nile crocodiles. 
When the employees contacted the police, officers had just responded to an incident in which a man wearing nothing but his underwear was seen crawling on the lawn in a, quote, concealed manner near the park, nearby. <laughs> the man, who police identified as the suspect that was on camera at the alligator farm, sustained significant injuries to his feet and legs, believed to be crocodile bites. Yeah, obviously they're crocodile bites. They don't, they don't have to be, be believed to be. They clearly are. The suspect has been identified as Brandon Keith Hatfield. Now, when questioned by police, Mr. Hatfield allegedly said that he had been attacked by an alligator. No kidding. He told the officers that what happened was he ran into an old man who was walking an alligator on a leash. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he was, so, quote, surrounded by all these baby alligators. <laughs> you know, that this is the story you came up with? Sir, it appears as though you've been bit by an alligator. You, you, weren't, you didn't happen to be trespassing into an alligator farm, did you? We got, a, we got a video of somebody doing that and a report that someone was trespassing into the alligator farm. Was that you? No, no, not at all. What happened to me was, uh, well, nearby there's a park. And uh, I was strolling along in my boxers, as I normally do. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's hot and humid in the state of Florida, if you haven't recognized. And, I, and an old man walking an alligator, just, you know, walking his pet alligator, as you normally see in Florida, um, attacked me. That's, that's, that's what went down. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I blacked out, and I was surrounded by baby alligators. Out of your mind. In addition to throwing himself into the crocodile exhibit, he also damaged numerous exhibits and statues around the complex, causing about $5,000 in damage. In another surveillance video, he can be seen on top of a statue before jumping onto a tree. (laughs) This is when he comes in contact with one of the crocodiles, which explains his injuries. The security guy... Uh, The guy who handles the security videos um, narrated the videos, and he says, uh, you know, you watch behind him. There's a crocodile trying to attack him. And then the crocodile, you see the the crocodile is dragging him, uh, and the man is trying to get onto the shore. But the crocodile has its foot, has his foot, and it's kind of pulling him into the water. The the crocodile tries to flip him, uh, do a little death roll, and then the the croc still has him, and the guy kicks him with his foot and eventually gets away. He says, it's a little weird to see somebody that early in just boxers going over your wall into your property, saying that I was held hostage in a pool with alligators. He says, yeah, I got bit by alligators. (laughs) Everybody's looking at him like, okay, he's got to be on something. Everybody thought he's on something. He is on something. It's called, he's on Florida. That's what he's on. (laughs) That should be a, that should be a drug. It should just be called Florida. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? You want to come over and take some Florida? Oh, dude, I never took Florida before. What could happen? Oh, you never took Florida before, bro? You don't even know what could happen. You take some Florida, bro, next thing you know, you're in your boxers, jumping over fences and breaking into crocodile farms and shit. That's what Florida does. Yeah. Dude, let's take some Florida this weekend. Oh, man, what's going to happen? Well, have you ever heard of DUI? Yeah, well, we're blowing that off its doors. <laughs> driving under the influence. This is called DUIF, driving under the influence of Florida, fam. <laughs> You want to do some Florida this weekend? Oh, man, what could that be? Oh, man, we're going to kidnap a bear and go through a Dairy Queen drive-thru. Whoa, that's so Florida. I know, bro. <laughs> you want to do some Florida this weekend? Oh, man, what's that all about? Oh, man, we're going to... We're going to dry hump a crocodile in the middle of the freeway. Oh, that's so Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if Florida was a drug, that's, that's what it would make you do. For sure. For sure. Uh, I want to say I hope this guy's all right, but, but I don't. I don't hope he's all right. I hope he, 
I hope he's um. Well, you know, I, I, I just hope I hope he doesn't procreate because you know you can't have people like this procreating. So I don't know what we do with this. You gotta, you know, there are some people in in life when they get caught with a crime. You know, maybe they're thrown in jail. Okay, I get that. Maybe they get a fine. But if their if their behavior is like so stupid, I think you got to just sort of like, I don't know, artificially. You just give them like a vasectomy, like make it so they can't procreate. I think that should happen too. There are just certain people that shouldn't. A lot of them are in Florida. I'm kidding, guys. I love Florida. I love it. It's so frisbee golf. Yay. I got some more animal stories. A man who had sex with a horse claimed that the animal gave consent by winking at him. <laughs> well, all right, sicko. This, this article actually says a sicko. A sicko who had sex with a horse claimed it gave its consent by winking at him. Daniel Raymond Webb Jackson, age 31, was jailed for 10 months and fined 395 pounds after he was caught when the trainer of the horse installed CCTV cameras in the stables. Oh, boy. That's embarrassing. Not only are you caught, but now you're forever on digital video screwing a horse. <laughs> I mean, where's your life, where's your life going to go from here? <laughs> Anybody Googles you for a job, it's like, oh, 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 this guy... Ew, getting it on with a horse. Uh, I'm gonna say he's. I'm gonna say he's unfit for uh, working at an ice cream shop. <laughs> How do we know? I mean, if he's, he's gonna see a horse go by and run out the door and try and hump it, I mean, we can't have a guy like that serving cones to kids. <laughs> this guy's from uh, New South Wales, Australia, where um, intercourse with animals is probably pretty common. <laughs> I'm just kidding, my Aussies. I'm just kidding. Although the New Zealands, the Kiwis say you guys be getting it on with sheep. And, uh, but you guys, you guys say that the Kiwis get it on with sheep. So, I mean, I think both of you guys are... You, everyone, in, <laughs> everyone, everyone down under is getting it on with sheeps. How was that for an Australian accent? Let me do the rest of the story with an Australian accent. See if we can... Australia. Webb Jackson from Sa New South Wales, Australia, pleaded not guilty and tried to justify his per perverted act to the court by claiming that the filly, which is a horse, had smelt his crotch... And winked at him. <laughs> this is not a good Australian accent. I do a better New Zealand accent, I think, than Australian accent. He's claiming that the 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 uh, horse smelled his cr crotch and winked at him. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what's going on in the horse's mind. A horse is like, mm, yeah, a human. A dirty, perverted human. Yeah, that's what I want. It's annoying enough that they get on top of me all the time and ride me. I can't stand it. I wish they'd get away from me. Now, you know, it's like that. That's what's going on. The horse is sick of it. Sick of it. And then it's like, oh, now you're going to, oh, now you're, now you're playing with my butt. <laughs> the trainer and his staff had just installed cameras in the stables as a security measure due to suspicions over disturbances the previous month. After the stable owners suspected a break-in during the evening in question, the police discovered Mr. Webb Jackson hiding in the stable. He was arrested following a brief brawl. <laughs> <laughs> the trainer for the horse, who, who was preparing it to race, said the animal's no longer the same after this traumatizing experience. <laughs> oh, no. That's great. Oh, that's awful. He explained, she's only a little two-year-old. Oh, man. That's just pedophilia right there, too. On top of horseophilia, it's pedophilia. I don't know. Is there a name for horse, horse screwing? Is it horseophilia? <laughs> Oh, man. I like big... And I cannot lie. The horse went from being quiet to just being highly strung. She's changed in only 24 hours, the trainer said. 
You don't see this stuff happening usually. The trainer said it's really sick stuff. Yes, it is. It's really sick stuff. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, uh, the police say that two sexual acts on the horse have been committed, both of which amount to acts of cruelty. And um, he's going to probably go to jail for this, and as he should. You can't be just boning horses that don't belong to you. <laughs> I'm not saying you should bone horses that belong to you. I'm, not, I'm saying you, shouldn't, you can't bone horse, horses that don't belong to you. You shouldn't bone horses that belong to you. This is animal cruelty. And I'm going to tell you right now, buddy, the whole winking thing, that's a bunch of crapola, all right? Horses don't wink at humans, and, and they certainly don't smell your crotch and enjoy it. That's just not a thing that happens, okay? This is not consensual by any means whatsoever. That's just my opinion. I'm not a CSI detective. <laughs> just going to say, from my rudimentary knowledge of horse-human interaction. If a horse winks at you, it doesn't mean, hey, baby, how about you get up on my backside? <laughs> Let's, uh, what do you say we take this relationship to a whole new level? Oh, yeah. Wanna go for a ride, baby? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the Barry White of horses. <laughs> baby, I'm never gonna give you up. I'm never gonna... <laughs> a woman got pregnant by a squid... After eating raw calamari. So many questions. How? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I didn't know humans and calamari could uh, make a baby. <laughs> a 63-year-old woman's tongue became pregnant. Her tongue specifically. Did you know your tongue could become pregnant? Has your tongue... Hey, listen, ladies. If, <laughs> if your tongue gets a little swollen, <laughs> go to the doctor. <laughs> uh, if, <you've laughs> if you happen to have had intercourse... If there was intercourse between your tongue and a squid recently, you may want to consult your doctor. <laughs> Do they got a plan B for that? Oh, man. So a 63-year-old woman's, by the way, 63 year, three years old, and she's still fertile. With, great. Amazing. Good for her. <laughs> 63-year-old woman's tongue, can I get this out, became pregnant after sperm from a raw squid she was eating ended up in her mouth, according to a medical journal. The woman from South Korea was left in severe pain after the squid injected sperm into the tissues of her mouth. She was rushed to the hospital. Oh, man. How does that happen? Was the sperm still alive? What the hell? I mean, I'm sorry, not the sperm. The squid. Was the squid still alive? Who's eating a live squid? Man, they eat weird shit in Asia, man. I'm sorry. You guys need to cook your food. <laughs> like, what the hell? Doctors took a look inside her mouth and made the stomach-churning discovery of 12, 12-inch 12 12 small white spindle-shaped bug-like sperm bags embedded in her tongue and gums. Oh, man, that sounds painful. How, how does, the sperm, I mean, these squids shooting sperm at like 2,000 miles an hour just pierces right through your, your gums and teeth? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Who shoots like that? <laughs> oh, man, you got to be careful. You can't get a facial from a squid. It'll just blow your face right off. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was dirty. Okay, so the foreign bodies the foreign bodies were identified as squid spermatophores. Spermatophores, what a word. Uh, not to be confused with spermatozoa, also a very difficult word that I learned recently, because I'm an idiot. Okay, uh, spermatophores, which are sperm-containing capsules, and this bizarre case has been published in the Journal of Parasitology. Uh, they belong to a Japanese flying squid known as Todorodes pacificus. Whoa, flying squid? Oh, man, that sounds cool. I wonder if they, like, pop out of the actual ocean and fly through the air. No, 
no, they can't be doing that. I'm so stupid. Okay, the journal reports she had not removed the internal organs of the squid and then compounded the problem by parboiling it for a few seconds before eating it. That means the sperma- spermatophores were alive and well. As soon as she put a piece into her mouth, she felt like many bugs were biting into her mouth. She experienced severe sharp pain and spat out the entire portion without swallowing it. Despite that, she could feel many small squirming white bug-like organisms penetrating her oil, her oral mucosa. Man, this is why I'm not a scientist, man. These words are too big. How do you guys study, you scientists? They went on to say they're not sure how the spermatophores managed to implant themselves into the woman's mouth. There are other horrors reported, too. Pathology International reported a 21-year-old Japanese woman felt a stinging sensation after eating the sexual organs of a raw squid. Look at you guys in the raw squid over there in Japan and Korea. You know, cook it. You know what you got to do? You got to do what us Italians do, okay? We fry our calamari. And it's delicious, okay? If you're not eating your calamari fried, look, I know fried food isn't the best, but like, it, you, how often do you eat squid, okay? Is it on a daily basis? No, you, you have it here and there. So fry the shit. Just fry it. It's so much more delicious. It's amazing. You know, you dip it in that marinara sauce. Oh man, melt a little cheese on it. What are you kidding me? Why are you eating it raw? You're risking all sorts of shit. Obviously, and now you know, I'm now I'm never eating raw squid. Now that I'm read these stories, I want to have my tongue impregnated. All right, you know I'm I'm all about not the not babies, and you guys know that. I'm gonna move to the island of no children, and <laughs> and I'm not all about having my tongue impregnated. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. All right, even though I'd like to take a leave of absence and stuff. <laughs> Jonesy's taking a leave of absence from Weird AF News because he's well, his tongue is pregnant. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm gonna have a. I'm having a, a, a baby squid shower. If you guys want to come on over, I can't speak because my tongue is completely swollen. But you guys, I'll, I'll have to pantomime, and I'll uh, I'll send out an email of the things I'd like you to buy for me for my for my baby squid baby shower. <laughs> this just. Oh man, see, this is the thing about weird AF news. Not only are the stories weird, but I go off on these weird tangents, and I I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just go there. I just can't help it. It's it's just part of me. And if you're offended, I. Man, I don't know what to tell you. Um, leave me a bad review. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I'll do later. I'll read a bad review because those are always fun. Thank you so much. And if you haven't left a review for me, by the way, please do so. I could use a good one. <laughs> okay, a family realizes that their pet dog might be a bear after the animal starts to walk around on hind legs. I don't know what took you so long to figure out that it was a freaking bear. I mean... Could you tell that it was just eating all the honey in your house and, and, and killing bees randomly? I mean, there's got to be other signs that you're in the presence of a goddamn bear, you know? I don't think bears play cat, uh, fetch, right? right? So, like, if you're throwing a little toy, you're like, wow, that, it's not going for it. Or, conversely, if you throw a toy and instead of uh, gingerly bringing it back to you, it just destroys it completely. You're like, that might be a bear and not a dog. <laughs> So there's apparently, this is in China, by the way, um, there, you know, it could, you can insert your own dog joke when we talk about uh, dogs in China. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Uh, there is more canine confusion in China. Just a few days after news broke that a woman found out her puppy bought from a Chinese pet store last year is actually a fox, another pet owner has come to a similar conclusion. Well, no, it's not really that similar of a conclusion because a fox kind of resembles a dog on some level. I mean, at least it walks on all fours um, and it does not quite rip your head off. 
It doesn't decapitate you <laughs> like a bear could. Um, who's buying animals that they don't know what is are a dog? I don't understand that. I mean, if it's a blind individual that bought the pet, then yeah, okay, I understand. You're blind. You felt it, maybe. You're like, oh, it feels like fur. Oh, it's warm. Oh, it growls. Okay, let's go. Let's take it home. <laughs> like, Oh, that could be a fox. Oh, that could be a, uh, a mongoose. Or it could be a bear. I mean, at that point. <clears throat> According to the Independent, um, Sue Young from Cumming in the unit. <laughs> it's the, the name of the city's Cumming. Oh, K-U-N. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's Kunming. <laughs> I'm such a moron. <laughs> K-U-N-M-I-N-G. I thought it said coming, and I was just dying about that. I want to know that there's a place called coming. Well, if your city is called coming, then you can get a free Pornhub site, <laughs> a free Pornhub yearly membership, apparently, because you remember I did that story a few, like a couple months ago, about how Pornhub was giving out free yearly memberships if you live in a city that has a, a sexually, uh, a sexual uh, name of some sort. Okay, so uh, bought a puppy on vacation, believing it to be a Tibetan Mastiff, and uh, brought the animal home. From day one, the family, uh, they were impressed by the pet's massive appetite, <laughs> especially after it ate grandma. <laughs> the, quote, dog reportedly chowed down on a box of fruit and two buckets of noodles every day. What the hell, man? Dogs don't eat fruit like that. You got to know it's a bear. All right. I mean, we'll, I mean, dogs will really eat anything. My dog would eat fruit too, but like bears really eat fruit. It wasn't until the pet reached 250 pounds. 250? How the fuck do you let it get to 250 and not know? At 150, you should start to worry. Alarm should go off at 175. At 200, you got to call the police. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Oh my God. It wasn't until the pet reached 250 pounds and started walking around on its hind legs that they realized there was a mistake. You gotta know earlier than that. 250 is not a cub, right? That thing's gotta be near half, you know, that's an adolescent bear at 250, right? Right? How do you not know? This is like the lady who doesn't know she's pregnant. I just, I mean, are you people drinking the Kool-Aid? What is in the water out there? Because people are walking around like, you're asleep. How do you not? Open your goddamn eyes. All right? It's unbelievable to me. You know, there's a lot of life coaches out there. I think, you know, and those people help you with your career. I don't think, I think we need to, you know, lower the standards a little bit. You just need a, you just need a friggin' common sense coach. Can we get some common sense coaches out there? Guys, I'll, hire me for a common sense coach. If you need some common sense in your goddamn life, call me. Hire me. I will, I will consult you on a weekly basis and teach you fucking common sense. Because I don't think, I think we're lacking it out there. Humanity's lacking common sense. I don't know where it went, all right? It's not a mystery. It shouldn't be a mystery. We should all have some common sense, but apparently we don't. Apparently it's, it's rare these days. I'm sorry, I'm getting excited. Okay. Uh, this dog is actually an Asiatic black bear. <laughs> Since the family is slightly afraid of wild bears and is not capable of caring for one of these large creatures... <laughs> Who wrote this? Since the family is slightly afraid of wild bears. Oh, yeah, because most families are not afraid of wild bears. But the family was like, you know, ordinarily, 
so the, the wildlife uh, organization was like, you know, I, do you, I, you could keep the bear. Uh, and they're like, no, no, no. We, we actually happen to be slightly afraid of wild bears. Oh, oh, okay. Well, if you happen to be slightly afraid of wild bears, most people aren't. But if you guys are, then we can take it away from you and putting it, put it in the zoo. But, you know, it's a little weird that you're slightly afraid. I'm just going to say that. Most families just take the bears in and they keep them. No one's really afraid of wild bears these days, <laughs> you know, ever since, you know, the uh, <laughs> animal planet came, came about. <laughs> Since the family's slightly afraid of bears. What a goddamn understatement. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm slightly afraid of bears. And I'm a little bit nervous about... uh, I'm slightly afraid of Armageddon, too. Yeah, the end of the world, really. It just kind of irks me a little bit. (laughs) You know how that is. Oh, my. So they've... um they're not capable of caring for these for this bear. Obviously, it's costing them an arm and a leg in noodles in um, in berries, and it's um, also ate several of their guests that they had over for Thanksgiving. Uh, they've transferred their uh, the pet to a wildlife rescue center where it will receive proper care from wildlife professionals. Well, yay! In the end, common sense wins, but it's only because authorities had to be brought in that have common sense. Unbelievable! I mean, you got to be a, a moron accidentally buy a bear and who's selling bears at pet stores is that just the thing now what do you get oh we have hamsters and goldfish and um would you like a little snake well perhaps this um this uh wink wink dog you might want to take <laughs> you know the pet store owner was like yo we can't move this we can't move this bear and you know i've been trying to sell it as a bear try to sell it as a dog because we just no one's buying it <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let me see if I... T- and the employee's like, you know what? I don't know if anyone's going to buy that it's a, uh, it's a dog, but fuck, I'll try. There's got to be some moron out there. Well, you know, just wait for a blind person to come in. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> thank you again. Someone sent me that article, one of my fans. It's, thank you so much. I just love this story. <laughs> so instead of wedding vows, a bride reads out loud... The cheating texts that she caught on her fiancé's phone right on the altar. I think this is great. Uh, So bride-to-be Casey stood shaking at the altar in front of her family, in front of her friends. It was supposed to be the happiest day of her life, but instead it was the beginning of the end for the six-year relationship. And everyone was going to bear witness at this wedding. (laughs) Imagine being at this wedding. Oh my God, it'd be incredible. So Casey thought that her fiancé... To be Alex was the one, Um, but as she wrote in her tell-all post, some blog post, the night before her wedding, she received a text that changed everything. Surrounded by her bridal party, she was bombarded with a series of screenshots from an unknown number accompanied by a simple message that read, I wouldn't marry him, will you? The screenshots were a variety of lewd conversations between Alex and another woman including selfies of the pair together. The affair evidence ranged from months to only days before their planned union. Okay, so she gets these random texts from someone who's like, I wouldn't marry this dude if I were you. We've been getting it on. Uh, It couldn't have came at a better time. I mean, you know, you don't want this coming in after the wedding. So it's good that it came in before the wedding. And I love what she did with it. Humiliate the guy. Crushed. She wondered... How, how he could do this. Her loyal friends said she should call him and call off the wedding, but Casey was too shocked to make a decision. So it's obviously right before the wedding. What would you do? This is a, I think this is a great idea. I don't think I would ever thought of this. Maybe. Every word was like a dagger in my heart, and my wedding was hours away. How could I cancel when everyone had already traveled to be here and everything was paid for? The next day, 
The scorned, almost bride-to-be had made her decision. The wedding day would continue, but with some slight changes. Okay, now, this, this thing that she wrote gives all the details. I walked down the aisle, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, there will be no wedding today, announced Casey. It seems Alex is not who I thought he was. She said this on the altar. There'll be no wedding today. My fiancé is not who I thought he was. She pulled out her phone, and she began to read. These are some of the texts she read. This weekend, you and I, it is on, hot stuff. Bring your A game. <laughs> hot stuff? <laughs> what is this, 1940? Another text she read. Your body is effing incredible. And, sh- and shit, do you know how to use it? I wish my GF had half the skills you do. Oh my God. <laughs> this is awful. Another text. I miss you so much. I can't stop thinking about you, L. L-S-effing you? I've never had this kind of connection before. What the hell? These are odd texts, by the way. Who? The brave, no longer bride stared at the colorless face of her ex-fiancé, speechless. Alex stalked out of the church. This guy ran away from the altar? He turned to speak to the audience. His final words, I love all of you, and as horrible as this is, I'm glad you are all here. There will be... Oh, I'm sorry. No, this is what the the bride said. It's hard when she's got a guy's name, too. Casey could go either way. So Casey, the bride, said to the audience, I love all of you, and as horrible as this is, I'm glad that you're all here. There'll be not a... There will not be a wedding reception today, but instead there'll be a celebration of honesty, finding true love and following your heart, even when it hurts. And it was one hell of a party. The, uh, the article said, unbelievable. I'm glad that she went on with it because it was obviously too late to cancel. It'd be weird, right? So everyone's there. You might as well just, you gotta, you gotta, you should just celebrate. Like she said, celebrating honesty. You tell him in front of everybody, you humiliate this dude who deserved it, obviously. And then you, you, everyone's there. So let's just have a party. Of course, there's going to be some tears, but you know what? <laughs> like make the best of it. You know what I mean? This is the best way to deal with it, I think, is with your friends and your loved ones. Rather than just canceling everything and then going, what are you going to do? Go be alone? Oh, it's the worst, man. Yeah, I dealt with my last breakup, like, alone out here in LA because LA is a very isolating place and it was hard, man. And it's hard to deal with it alone. It's nice to have all your friends around, you know, all your family, all your loved ones. This is a great way to deal with, with, uh, you know, infidelity and heartbreak, and you name it, man. All the people that you love there, your whole support system had flown out right there. You already have them there. Just do it like that. This is a great idea. I think this is great. So funny. Unbelievable. I want to know what happened. Like, did the guy really just storm out and say nothing? You think? He just stormed out, says nothing, this guy. How do you not say nothing? I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I would deal with that if I was this guy. I've cheated on people before, and if I had ever been called out in this instance, oh, man, I don't know what I would do. It's some crazy shit. It's Florida Fridays, and here's the first weird story out of Florida. Don't microwave your pee, a Jacksonville gas station owner's bizarre request. Yeah, please don't microwave your pee in my gas station. A Southside gas station owner in Jacksonville, Florida, is asking people not to warm urine in the microwave. (laughs) Okay. Uh... You're asking yourselves, why would people be warming up urine in a microwave in a gas station? Jeez, I don't know. People, I mean, isn't the urine warm enough when it comes out of your body? I mean, you're warming it up for what? 
I don't know. <laughs> but let's, I, I have a feeling it's drug related. That's just my feeling. And, and you know, why? Because it's Florida, obviously. <laughs> uh, the owner says, we got sick and tired of people bringing their urine containers. Uh, they're just random people walking walking in and warming up the pee, and it's happening every day. Every day? My goodness, why every day? This is uh, Mr. Patel, who's the owner of On The Fly Convenience Store and BP Gas Station. Uh, the people who come in and do this are not actual customers of my gas station. They walk in off the street, they microwave their urine containers, and then they leave. <laughs> The least, they, at least you could do is buy something, okay? You, at least you could do is buy some beef jerky. If you're going to go in and warm up your pee in a gas station, you know, buy something. Be a, be a citizen. <laughs> the gas station, here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. You're like, Jonesy, get to the bottom of this. What's going on? Well, the gas station is apparently is within walking distance of a Quest Diagnostics and Lab Corporation. These are companies that, are offer, that offer drug testing services and they collect urine samples. Mr. Patel says some people walk into her store. What? Oh, I thought it was a guy. Sorry. It's a lady. Mrs. <laughs> Ms. Patel says some people walk into her store so... so. Why, Jonesy? Is that racist? Why can't a woman own a gas station? No, it's because I just... The name is Parul Patel. I just thought that was a guy's name. And, uh... So she says that people walk into her store so desperate to pass their tests, they become violent when they're asked to leave. We try to stop these kinds of people. They become so aggressive with us, she said. A few months ago, one woman was so combative, uh, Miss Patel decided to put the now infamous sign on the microwave. Do not warm your pee. She says, this woman started cussing at me. She said, well, where is the sign that says you can't use this microwave for this kind of purpose? <laughs> that gave me the idea. Well, I'll put a sign up. <laughs> Where's the sign that says you can't use the... <laughs> what, do you got to put up a sign for everything? Hey, stop taking a crap next to the ice cream container. Well, where's the sign that says I can't take a crap next to the <laughs> ice cream container? Miss? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, I guess people... So here's what must must be going on, I guess. Now, I don't know a hell of a lot about trying to uh, uh, forge... Is that, what the, is that a proper word for this scenario? Forge a drug test. Can you only use forge for signatures? Can you use forge for a, a urine drug test? So here's what's probably happening. People are getting drug-free urine, and before they bring it into the lab, they warm it up in the microwave in the gas station and then they go into the lab and then they have it hidden and then they go to the bathroom and they pour the because you got obviously you obviously can't give it give them like cold urine or even frozen urine i mean i don't know how you buy your drug-free urine these days does it come frozen i don't know <laughs> i mean that reminds me of a oh man i forgot about that story where i was in a bakery i was in a bakery in new york and a guy offered me he goes hey can you, I, I'm trying to get a job next door and they're drug testing me and uh, I smoke weed and I know I'm going to fail. Could you please pee in this cup? He had, he, had bro he had come all the way to the bakery from the job place. I don't know how he got out without being seen. Climb, I imagine climbed out a window, the bathroom window, and then ran down to this bakery that I was at in New York with the container. He says, will you please pee in, this, in the bathroom? Well, first of all, he asked me, is my, do I do drugs? And I'm like, what, what, what is your definition of drugs, sir? <laughs> so, uh, 
I just told the guy, I said, I, I smoke weed too, man. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do this. He goes, well, when was the last time you smoked? And I was like, this morning. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you, buddy. Uh, what I, I was wondering, like, if I had, then I thought afterward, like, what if I had not smoked weed in a while? Like, would I have, what, how do I feel about giving a guy my urine to help him get a job? I actually feel pretty good about it. Uh, but I would have, it would have cost something. So, I would have asked for some money, right? What's it worth? You're going to get this job. You're going to make how much a year? What's, your, what's the annual salary at this job? 45000 Okay. I feel like if you give me 1% of your salary, salary to get the job, one, my urine's worth 1% of the, of the annual salary. I, f- I figured that would be reasonable. I would have asked for $450 for my urine. Is that outrageous? <laughs> So now, what is what is the the market for drug free urine? I want to know. Anyone know anything about this? This is kind of a weird. I should research this. It's probably some weird. There's a weird black market for drug free urine. I'm sure. Back to the story, though. Can you imagine just being? Can you imagine working there all day? How many people I wonder come in to to heat up their urine in your microwave? <laughs> you had to put a sign to stop it. Please stop it. And then, of course, the microwave is going to smell like pee. So, like, warming up anything else is out of the question. What, are you going to warm up your pizza in a, in a pissy microwave? I don't think so. Not happening. This is a huge problem. Enough to put a sign up there. I do feel sorry for people who get drug tested um, and can't get a job for weed. Like, just weed. And a lot of the country is still doing that. I mean, get with it, people. Who's not smoking weed these days? Oh, my God, it's 2018. It's not 1918. Get with the program. <laughs> right? Do you guys agree with that? Should you be drug testing for marijuana at jobs? I mean, all right, certain jobs, right? Okay, so a police officer. I understand. They don't want the cops smoking weed, although I don't have a problem with the cops smoking weed. And you're like, Jonesy, that's crazy. No, I don't. I don't have a problem with the cops smoking weed. I'd rather a cop smoke weed than be an alcoholic, to, to be honest with you, or to, to drink copious amounts of alcohol. I don't want someone that has a gun on their person with dealing in alcohol. I don't. Weed, I'm totally fine with that. All right, so there you go. There's a little, there's a different, you probably didn't expect that out of Jonesy's mouth with the whole cop thing he's been, do, he's been on recently. Um, hey, but what, how do you feel about it? Call into Weird AF News, 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Blah. This is a story out of Florida, and I just couldn't wait till Friday to do it. I had to do it today. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Florida, because all the weirdos are in Florida. There's something wrong with their brains. Uh, a flight was delayed due to an emotional support squirrel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is why I was so excited to do this article, because I've done a few stories about the ludicrousness. Is that a word? Ludicrousness? The ludicrousness, say that five times fast, uh, of emotional support animals and what people are classifying as emotional support animals and and how ridiculous it is and how... As in this case, we get a two-hour plane delay because she brought a squirrel on and it's not allowed. (laughs) This is Orlando, Florida. A passenger was removed from a Cleveland-bound flight Tuesday, that was yesterday, due to an emotional support squirrel. Frontier Airlines told the media that a woman boarded flight 1612 from Orlando to Cleveland with her squirrel, which she said was an emotional support animal. Does she have a therapist, right? Shouldn't we find out? I mean, shouldn't she have a therapist? Do, do therapists suggest these emotional support animals? Is that where it's coming from? I'm wondering. 
I mean, the whole industry of therapy is, is, look, I don't mean to make a blanket statement about it, but it's just, it's really stupid, in my opinion. It's like, I know a lot of people glean something from therapy, but, you know, they have a cliche about therapy. They say, half get better, half get worse, half stay the same. No, what do they say? No, a third get better, a th- that makes no sense. My math! They say, uh, the th- a th- with a therapy, a third get better, a third stay the same, a third get worse. So, like, it's, a, it's kind of a wash. I mean, that's a saying. I didn't make it up. I've heard that. That's what people say. Because um, it's like, is it working? I, I mean, I don't know. It seems like a waste of money to me. But that's just me. That's just me. But I'm wondering, are therapists suggesting these emotional support animals? Where does this all come from? This person gets it in their head. They just come up with this idea. Oh, you know what I need? An emotional support animal. I'm going to go get one. They're watching YouTube videos. I don't understand. You, you, if you, are you Googling? I cry a lot. And it says, bam, you should get a squirrel. I mean, is that what's happening? I don't understand where this is coming from. And I don't, I, I mean, frankly, so I, frankly, a squirrel is just such an odd choice for an emotional support animal. Who's hanging out with squirrels anyways? I mean, was this your pet before it became your emotional support animal? I think that's what's going on. This was her pet and she wanted to bring her pet somewhere. And she's like, oh, oh, they don't allow squirrels. But if I say it's an emotional support animal, because my friend told me to say that, that's how she got her llama on, Delta or her turtle on American Airlines, then uh, she's like, you can get it through. Yeah, this is just somebody trying to scam the system. This is where most of these animals come from. Snakes. You have an emotional support snakes. Get out of here. Just people trying to scam and bring on animals that are not permitted on airlines is is what's going on. No one would have an emotional support squirrel. you got to be really weird to have an emotional support squirrel. Now, I can see a dog or a cat. I kind of can see that. In fact, the airlines said uh, th- their rule is that they're only, they only accept emotional support dogs or cats. Um, but they also they said the woman indicated in, in advance she was bringing an emotional support animal, but she did not say that it was a squirrel. Well, don't you think you should ask that question before you agree, Frontier Airlines and all airlines that are listening right now? I don't know if any airlines are listening. I don't know if anybody in charge of anything is listening to this show. Um, but yeah, if you are in charge of an airline... Uh, hey, important question to ask. What is the animal that you're bringing on? Before the person boards the plane. How about that? I mean, that's a good time to ask. You know? You can't just have someone show up to the gate with a Komodo dragon. <laughs> now, the airline said that everyone on the flight had to be deplaned while police were called. Oh, see? This is, what the, this is why this is the problem. Because you're delaying everybody's life. Because you're an idiot. The police got to be called because you bring a squirrel on the goddamn plane, idiot. What in your brain thought that that would be okay? I don't understand it. Look, at you got a problem with flying? You can't fly? Take a few bong rips. Go to sleep. Take, take four Vicodin. <laughs> like a normal person. <laughs> Have you heard of Xanax and a martini before your flight? It's common, okay? Get with the program. You don't have to screw up everybody's schedule and bring a squirrel on because you think that's going to make your flight a little more comfortable. <laughs> By the way, disclaimer, don't take four Vicodin and take a get on the plane. <laughs> All right, don't be suing weird AF news again. Do I, I, I've been saying that a lot lately that I need to dis, have a disclaimer. Do not sue Jonesy. Don't listen to me. This is These are not... Um, don't go to, go to me for life lessons. Let's just say that, all right? Or math problems, apparently. The flight was delayed two hours, yeah. Hey, so, uh, I don't know. 
That I gotta, I'm going to end the story. I mean, what, what more can we say about this? If you guys want to call into Weird AF News and express your rage, please, please feel free to do so. We've all been delayed on flights because of stupidity like this, human behavior that's so just below the, below the level of acceptable in our culture. And, and <laughs> okay.